Welcome to the Bober Academy Football Podcast, where we discuss all things football, primarily focusing on linemen. My name is Chris Bober, and this podcast is brought to you by the Bober Academy, where our mission is to train and develop superior linemen to dominate on the gridiron. You can subscribe to the Bober Academy Football Podcast by clicking the subscribe button wherever you find your podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, click the little red button down below to subscribe, and of course, the little bell to be notified every time we drop a new video. All right, so the regular season is done, and we're headed to the playoffs after an awesome 2021 high school season here in Nebraska. And to highlight some superior line play, we're going to be featuring a lineman of the week every week of the season. To highlight week nine, we're joined by head coach Kyle Peterson from Aurora High School to talk about the Huskies' 50-14 victory over Seward as they head into the playoffs. We'll also be joined by senior All-State O-lineman and D-line Gage Griffith, who was nominated as their lineman of the week. So, Coach Gage, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Okay, Coach, um, I just got to say, I've been a fan of you guys. We were talking about this before we hit record. Um, I got to see you guys last year against my son's team in Elkhorn. Um, He went up against Gage, said he was the tough dude, man. And you guys came so close last year. Um, You know, you had a great season last year, um, lost your first two games, went on a run. I think you lost to Northwest, then went on a run all the way to the championship. And this year you've kind of replicated that, except for you've had seven straight wins. Tell me, what was the message to your team after coming so close in the in the championship game last year? Well, how did you handle the offseason? What did you say to those guys after that game? You know, motivation wasn't a real hard thing for our kids this summer. Uh, we have returned a lot of players um, from that team. We returned four starting offensive linemen. We restart, uh, returned our entire front seven on defense. So, a lot of kids that played in that game are coming back this year. Um, there were guys that were very motivated in the offseason. Uh, they understand, though, that this is a new team, a new year, uh, a new identity. And it took us just a little bit of time to uh, to find that and to, to to kind of find our bearings a little bit. But uh, after about week four or week five, we started playing really good football, and, and we've been pretty consistent since then. Nice, nice. And, Gage, tell me about, um, you know, you're back here your senior year. And you got so close last year. And I think I read somewhere your guys' motto this year is unfinished business, which is the perfect motto, I would say, for you guys. Um, but what was the team's, the locker room's mentality after that game? And how did you guys handle that all offseason? Uh, definitely in the offseason, we were just trying to get back to where we were last year. So uh, a lot of work, a lot of dedication. We knew what it take, what, what it took last year. So we were just trying to replicate uh, the same things for this year. Yeah, and you, you guys have done a great job um, of doing that this year. Um, and I was talking to Gage before we got on here, Coach, and it's kind of funny. You guys are right back where you were last year, even a better position. You have the pedigree, you have the experience, yet it doesn't seem like people are talking about Aurora as this returning playoff team, right? You're kind of under the radar. Is that kind of, is that, Are you okay with that? Um, just kind of staying under the radar? You got your little – town out there not too far away but you're playing really good football you got good players yeah we've played a good football for a long time you know we've won state championships we've been to i think now eight state state finals in, in our program's history so we've been playing really good football for a long time and and um i think uh because of our our location uh we probably don't get quite the media attention that that maybe some of the eastern schools get we're one of the smaller schools, maybe the smallest school this year in Class B. So I think that probably has a, a little bit of role to, to play in that, too. But uh, we, we put out pretty good football players. We, we've we've put out a lot of them over the years, and, and we're pretty proud of our product. And, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, your record speaks for itself. I mean, since you've been a head coach, I was looking at it. You you had you won the Class B championship. You've been to the finals. Um, you've been been to the playoffs every year. And, of course, you're an assistant for so long before then and having so much success. you got uh, a few players down in Lincoln. I know you got, you're got you putting out some good players. So a heck of a job with the program you put there. Um, uh, you know, Gage, let me ask you this question. So you go through the offseason and – Man, you guys are you feel like you're gonna just kind of keep going on this this level because you're so close and you're just gonna come out and get ready to go. And you go to North Platte and you drop a big one there, and then you lose to a good Bennington team. What what was the what was the mentality after that? Right? You're 0-2, and that's nowhere, that's not where you wanted to be. But tell me about what your coach said. Tell me about the attitude of the players um on in the locker room on the practice field. Right. Starting 0-2 is kind of coming back down to earth moment for us. I think a lot of guys were comfortable week one and week two. So uh, the motivation was just just to get back to where we needed to be and um, just find our groove, find our identity for the next upcoming weeks. Yeah, I I really admire how you guys handle that coming off losing a a championship game. You know, I I lost a Super Bowl. I'm telling you, it's hard. Horrible. I, I would not have even gone to it if I knew we were going to lose. It, it's so hard being that close. You guys have done such a great job to really rebound, especially after an 0-2 start. Um, so you guys have had a great season. I was telling Gage, you know, of your of, of all the teams you've played in Class B, everyone except for one team is in the playoffs this year, Coach. You guys have had a tough schedule, but you've managed to, to really do well. I see you guys coming on just more and more confidence every week. But last week you played a seven and one sewer team, a good team, and you guys handled them that whole game. Tell me about that game and how you guys kind of capped off this great season with a, against a good football team. Uh, you know the big change in our football team, I think, from maybe week three or week four to where we are now going into the playoffs is our our defensive play. Uh, we've we've been a, a a real tough team to to get first downs on um, as of late. Uh, we're, we're starting to force turnovers. We forced four first half turnovers against Seward. We turned all those into, into points. And I think anytime you're getting short fields, uh, you're getting a defensive score. Uh, you're, you're getting your, your offense extra possessions in, in a half. You're going to really increase your opportunities. And, and we took full advantage of those as an offense last week. Uh, we, we are very physical at the line of scrimmage, and, and I think we wear on people a little bit. And, and by the time you get midway through the second quarter last week, you could really see that some of those, so some of those 10 and 12 yard runs were starting to bust. And, and uh, um, you know, all of a sudden, when you become explosive, that, that makes you a completely different football team as well. Yeah, you know, by my count, when I looked at the stats, you guys had 278 yards rushing last week. And Gage, what was it like when you have a game like that? When you, when you just start running the ball, there are two, three, four-yard gains, and all of a sudden you start popping eight, 10, 12-yard runs. And it's just I, – I remember that as an old lineman. You just start getting so much confidence. It seems like that's kind of what you guys do in games, right? Right, definitely. Uh, play one, the, the message is we're here to punch you in the mouth the whole game. And, you know, I give a lot of respect for our backs. They are super appreciative for what we do. There's not a moment where it goes – um, on on missed our our efforts for those guys. Yeah, well, speaking about those skill guys, coach, you know, last year I got to see a really good quarterback in Ethan Shaw, and I was so impressed. And I'm an offensive geek about this stuff. I've seen your 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 you coach two video about the the spread system, and I just love doing that because you get guys their playmakers the ball, you you open bigger lanes for running the game. But it seems like this year, Mac Owens was a monster last year. 
and we I know in Elkhorn we couldn't tackle in the second half. And he looks like this year you're spreading the wealth a lot more, right? You got a couple quarterbacks, it seems like you play more. And Matt Owens isn't even your leading rusher. You got this Colazzo who's came on, and you guys are so versatile. Tell me about your skilled players, specifically your quarterback and quarterbacks and your running backs, because it seems like you don't just have one or two guys, you have several guys. Yeah, our, our backfield is 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 pretty diverse. Uh, we have a lot of guys with a lot of different skill sets. Carlos was our leading rusher. Colazzo was our leading rusher a year ago until he broke his collarbone in week five or six of the season last year. Okay. And at that point in time, that's when Mac went from being a kid that was getting 15 to 20 carries a game to a kid that in the playoffs a couple of times got 40 carries just because we needed to, we needed to rely on him um, kind of as that bell cow kid. Uh, we're trying to distribute the ball around to, to all the different kids that deserve touches. We have a couple of tight ends that we feel feel real good about. Uh, we have an, uh, another running back in Britton Kimling who uh, it, it, every time he touches it, something good happens. He doesn't get near as many touches as, as our other two kids, but, uh, but, but he's a dynamic kid. He's, he's a blocker um, more often than not, but, uh, but he's a real good ball carrier too. Um, we have Carson Stairs, probably our leading receiver. Tate Noctgall's first year out, um, yeah. out for football is, is a really nice receiver. He's a six five kid that uh, you know catches the ball real good in traffic. Um, so yeah, the, the goal is to distribute the ball to as many kids as possible, and that's what what our quarterback needs to do. He's a distributor. Uh, last year, Ethan was probably a little more of a playmaker, especially with his feet. He was a thousand mm -hmm. yard rusher. Well, we don't do that with our quarterback near as much this year. Uh, we could, um, but but we're trying to, to to save some hits on him and and, and maybe distribute those out to some other kids. Um, our option game is starting to expand a little bit, and and we really use quite a bit of that against Seward. And I think we'll probably see that expand even a little bit more as as we get into the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, and I think that probably saves those guys for these play this playoff run, right? I mean, you don't have a, a running back that's getting forty carries, so these. If you have more than one, they're going to be fresher. And it seems like your quarter, you mix and match your quarterbacks a little bit too. But um, I also noticed that even though you're spread out a lot, you actually run the ball quite a bit. So um, tell me, um, Gage, you're in the spread offense, which most people think, oh, great, you just throw the ball all the time. But you actually – I think it feels like you guys run the ball twice as much as you pass the ball. You know, what what, how, what do you feel like being in this offense? Because I, I seen you guys – you guys run the ball, you come off the ball. Yeah, I, I love running the football. I definitely – rather run block than pass block any day of the week because it's fun, it's physical, and it's rewarding to get guys in, in the secondary and break tackles for, for big plays. Yeah, and those are your dudes, man. It sounds like they're, you know, to hear a lineman come out and compliment the skilled players is a pretty cool deal. It means they're they're playing together as a team. Um, all right, Coach, you, you talked about the skilled guys, and let's talk about your big boys, right? You said you have four starters coming back on offense, probably that many come back on defense on the line. Tell me about your linemen. What are your linemen, what are they allowing you to do in your both offensively and defensively? Well, we need to be diverse. We run a lot of different schemes up front. Uh, we're going to run some just traditional veer option game, both under center and in the gun. Uh, we run an awful lot of GT counters. So we need our, our mm -hmm. linemen to be, to be athletic. They need to be able to run. Uh, they need to be able to pull. They need to have uh, great eyes because ultimately you've got to be able to to understand you know what the defense is doing and then adjust. Am I going to log this? Am I going to kick it? You know, well, my tackle's got to adjust accordingly. So you have to have great eyes, um, but ultimately they have to be incredibly physical. 
and, and we take a, a great deal of pride in in trying to be the most physical team on the field each and every week. Uh, we spend quite a bit of time talking about physicality, um, and and we as often as possible uh, will in, in practice put our best against best in the shoot um, because you, you don't get live reps in team. You don't get great reps because we're not we don't have that kind of depth, right? We have yeah. six, maybe seven guys that probably play at that level. So we got to put them against each other in one on one and two on two situations um, and, and, and practice being physical, because I, I think that's something that you have to do Monday through Thursday in order to do that on Friday. You can't just play physical on Friday without without practicing that way throughout the week. Yeah, I see Gage up there shaking his head um, in, in agreement with you, because those big boys up front, they um, you know definitely make or break break your team. And it doesn't matter what kind of skilled guys you have, if they're getting hit all the time. Um, Gage, tell me about your boys up front. I, I know that you played mostly tackle. I've seen you that you go tackle over. Um, I, 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 I did watch some of your highlights and stuff, and I've seen you play. And man, he is a, he is a crushing double team and down blocker. I mean, he just clears holes. Gage, Gage just knocks holes wide open. Um, but tell me about your boys up front. Like, give me some insight on those guys. Like, who's the funny guy? Who's the smelly guy? I mean, because linemen are. High school linemen are, you know, we're kind of quirky, man. We're a little weird, right? We're a tight that, group. That is, that is an understatement. From, yeah, from I, I'm they are weird. They're so weird. Tell me about these guys. Um, don't be afraid to embarrass them a little bit. Hopefully they get to see this. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can. Oh, just a little bit, right? All right. So Jack is definitely the goofy one. Yeah. Book smart, like super book smart, but in the real world, real world he is, he's goofy. Super, super goofy. And I'm sure coach can agree with that. He is. He's an odd guy. He really is. He's one of the yeah. smartest guys on the team, but oh my goodness, when it comes to common sense, he doesn't have it. Does he? No, he doesn't. Nice. Now, have you been playing with a lot of these guys? I mean, cause you're from Aurora, right? That's where you right. grew up. And so have you been playing with these guys for a lot of years? Yeah. Ever since uh peewee football. Oh, that. That's cool. It's so cool to see that come together, right, Coach? I'm sure you see that every year. Guys who've been known each other for a decade get to experience high school football together. It's kind of like their their dream. It's a it's a really cool deal to do. Um, all right, Coach, back to you. Tell me about. Okay, so you're seven and two. I feel like you got a great amount of momentum, right? You've beaten playoff teams going into this thing. Great victory versus a good sewer team. Um, what is your game plan for the playoffs, right? You got three games and a championship that you want to get through. What's your message to these guys this week? And how do you see this playing out in the playoffs for you guys? Well, first of all, there's a finality to every game. If you don't play your best football come playoff time, mm -hmm. then your season's coming, it's coming to an end. So we want to be playing our best football come playoff time. That's the message. That's 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 our goal beginning of the seasons we, we talk about becoming the best us that we can become whatever that's going to lead us to that's 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 what we're going to become the very best us and we're not there yet uh, we're, we're still trying to become the best us we're still looking for little things that we can do each and every week um, to to get better we're, we're focusing on that um, trying to become a better football team this week than we were last week um, with the understanding that there's finality to it if we don't if we don't bring our a game then we don't get to play again next week you know, earn the opportunity, but but continue to strive to become the best that that this football team, that the 2021 Huskies can become. Yeah, kind of kind of make your own mark, and it's it's always funny when the season ends. You just kind of assume you're going to start over 
where you ended up. It just doesn't work that way. Right. Every team, is, every team is unique. Every team is different. Every team has its own characters. Every yeah. team has its its own personality. Every team develops its own identity. And that's for me, the, the most fun part about coaching is, is getting to experience that with the kids and, and helping them find their identity. Because a number of years ago, we had a, a Baylor Shireman that threw for thousands of yards and touchdowns and and last year we had 2000 yard rushers and a 2000 yard passer. And, you know, and, and this year it's even a little bit different yet. So, um, you know, finding your, the team's strength and, and finding a way to play to that identity is, is really the fun part. And, and it's different every year, every year you think, you know, what it's going to be. And a lot of times you as a coach don't, you have the kids kind of figure that out on their own and, and you, you lead them to it, but they figured it out on their own. Yeah, I mean, I put the helmet on for 19 seasons, and every single year was different. And and some of the years I thought we were going to be amazing, we weren't. And some of the years I thought we'd struggle, we were amazing. So you just never know until you get out there and, and get out there competing. Um, but you got great players like Gage Griffith here. Now, Gage, I'm so impressed with, like, your versatility, right? I mean, we're talking about being athletes. Um, but for those of you who are listening or watching, Gage won the Class B championship last year in both shot put and discus, right? How, how has that helped you with football? Right. Because it's, it's such an explosive deal, but you, you seem to have that down. It's, it's the details and, and the technique um, and definitely in the weight room. So it's, it kind of correlates there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, a lot of, a lot of movement, a lot of explosive activities, like getting off the ball, hitting the power position, driving through everything. So yeah, it definitely correlates. I'm talking are you. Are you a wrestler too? I think I saw uh, that. Used to be. Used to be. Okay. So you got football, you got throwing, um, Tell me you're a senior now. I know you told me you you want to go out and be a dentist, which is awesome because your your educational goals are in front of any athletic goals. But but what are you thinking about next, right? You, after this season's over. Of course, you're gonna go out there and enjoy every game that you can. But after high school, what's next for you? You're gonna go play. Are you thinking about going to football? Are you gonna go throw? What are you looking at? Door is wide open as of right now. I I haven't I haven't made up my mind for one or the other, so yeah. still waiting. Nice. Well, I, th- I think um, I always tell talk to the guys on here. I, t- I say that, you know, I got to play for so long. And again, I wore the, the helmet 19 seasons, college, NFL, high school, middle school. But your senior year in high school is like was my favorite, one of my favorite seasons. I mean, there's nothing like being a senior and playing on your home turf, Friday Night Lights, the band, you got playoffs. It's so cool, man. It just you just gotta enjoy it. You know what I mean? You gotta take every play and just enjoy being there. Enjoy being, you know, there's nothing more special than that huddle, right? Even the coaches can't be a part of that. You and your boys out there in the huddle, giving it everything you got. And you know, from what I've seen, you guys have a great shot of, of getting back there and hopefully coming away with, with a championship, you know. So um I I, I just I'm appreciative of you guys coming on here. Um I'm going to, of course, share this with everyone. If anyone out there is listening, go watch Gage Griffith's tape, man. This dude just comes off the ball and mauls people. So, Coach um, Gage, thank you so much. Best of luck this week. You got Lexington, and then hopefully you get a W and continue on towards that um, that getting back to that championship game and trying to pull off that, that victory. So, again, best of luck this week and all the way through the playoffs. I'll be watching. I'm huge fans of what you guys do out there. So, good luck. Thank you. Thank you, Chris.